Remember that that movie, Anger Management? Where no, I know of it. Well, he's talking to Heather Graham, and uh, he's just like, "You're, you're just, I'm just not that into you, or something." She's like, "Is this what you want? You want me to fatten up, put on a few pounds?" You don't remember that? I haven't seen it, so no, I don't. Oh, remember okay, it. never mind. Well, it's Anger Management. It's uh, Adam okay. Sandler, Jack Nicholson. It's a classic. I'm aware of it. Well, I just haven't film. seen it. But they took out one of my favorite lines. Like, if you watch it streaming, it doesn't have the line that it had in theaters or on DVD or on Blu-ray. And it's a line where uh, he asked for a headset on a plane, and this U.S. Marshal stands up, and he goes, Sir, calm down. He's like, I'm I'm being calm. I just asked if I could get a headset. And he goes, yeah. Sir, our country is going through a very difficult time right now. And Adam Sandler responds with, I don't see where a headset ties into patriotism. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite line. And for it's some a, reason, it's, it's not line. on the streaming. Yeah, It's a fantastic line. It, see, you do this, though, where you're like, oh, you know, anger management. <laughs> and it, it makes me want to tell the story quickly. Jesse and I were driving along early in our relationship. Yeah. Uh, very early in our, in our courtship. And uh, I had pointed out something about like a billboard that had some goofy thing on it. And I was yeah. Like, oh, that's kind of funny. Like and a Hardy and Sons billboard? No, this is before that. Okay. But she, uh, <laughs> with the same tone that you say those things with, she's like, you've seen Billboard Dad, right? And I was like, excuse, excuse me, what? She's like, you know, Billboard Dad with Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. <laughs> like, no. No, I haven't seen Billboard <laughs> <laughs> I am excited to watch but, this one. But though. I can tell you, several <laughs> years later, I saw Billboard Dad. It's great, right? It's a great film. Is it better than Ghost Dad with Bill Cosby? <laughs> I would say it's better than Ghost Dad, which I have seen. Okay, good. Is Whoopi Goldberg in Ghost Dad? Yes. Okay. Yes. That was one of my favorite pauses. <laughs> Just you're just confirming somewhere in your yeah. head that Whoopi Goldberg. I had to Goldberg, go through the IMDb of Whoopi Goldberg to, in my brain real quick. Picture yeah. Whoopi Goldberg okay. IMDb before page. Eddie, known before for Sister Act, Ghost Dad, <laughs> <laughs> before Ghost. Or yes. no, right after Ghost. No, wait, is Ghost Dad the sequel to, to Ghost? Ghost? <laughs> <laughs> he becomes a dad, dude. It's awesome. He's a Ghost Dad. Did we watch the? Uh, <laughs> The Lynn Manuel Miranda rapping on College Humor video, the freestyling interns. No, okay, I don't think so. There's a great slam line uh, by Lynn Manuel Miranda. Yeah, about Ghost. And oh, it's, it's just a, a killer little cut and and somewhat of a random reference. I like that. Uh, I like but, Ghost references. That's good. However, a reference, a referenceman. I'm a referenceman. Uh, I'm, I'm a ghost referenceman. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> no, I like I like finding the worst emphasis <laughs> on the syllables of like to just say like a referenceman. Yeah, that's nothing but a referenceman. Referenceman. <laughs> that's where I like to be. That's very French. Um. So when we last left the boys, they had just gotten into Fenton Hardy's car. Uh oh. And we're headed off to the surprise. The surprise. And as we're gonna find out. Yes. It wasn't actually a surprise. No. <laughs> in a lot of ways. I'm pretty upset about the surprise. <laughs> I really had some really mis- let me down. mixed emotions about the surprise. Yeah, there were some things that I was like, okay, this could be cool, but then didn't dive into it. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Well, uh, 
So, chapter eight. The, the Strange, Strange Mill, Mill Wheel. <laughs> Say that six times fast. No. Nice. Thank you. You're welcome. How about I say the first word, you say the second, I say the third, you say the fourth. And the strange mill wheel. The strange mill wheel. The strange mill wheel. The mill. And that was our last <laughs> listener. Thank you guys so much. We had fun doing this podcast. Uh, it, it was a good run. Two and a half seasons. Two and a half seasons. Not we bad. almost made our first paycheck from uh, Anchor. Yeah. So close. We're up to like $2 now. $2. Once we make it to, um, I got a, a other group of friends that have a podcast, and I can't say their, their name because it has profanity in it. Thank you. Uh, but they also have Anchor now, and they're doing something when they make $300. They will finally quit the show, and they're using that $300 for a fancy steak dinner. And I thought, that's charming. That's a goal. That's I like a goal, that. yeah. get behind that. And for them to get to $300, they're estimating that's going to take about three to four years. For a steak dinner. <laughs> all for the steak dinner. That ain't bad. Yeah, I not bad at all. That. So that's good. We'll figure out ours. We'll steal um, from them. I'm looking at the schedule here. What's tomorrow, the 20th? The 20th. And chapter 7 is going to go out, and this is chapter 8, which is the 27th. So we're behind. Everything's behind a week, according to the schedule we wrote down before. So I'm trying to look at when the live show is, and it looks like the live show is going to be the beginning of May. But we need to start planning babies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be different. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be different. I'm excited. I am, too. Some big changes. Yeah. Uh, big, 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 big Stay things. tuned. If you have any ideas, shoot them to us. Uh, go to hardyandsonspodcast.com. Whoa. And uh, and fill out the little, there's a contact form there. Yeah. We love hearing from you. Yeah. We love just a just little, a little email. Hey, I love the it's show. a tiny little thing. It warms our hearts, warms our souls. Yeah. Warms okay. the tone of my voice. Ooh, that was good. Thank also, you. on the website, there's also these other tabs, these weird little things called tabs. One takes you to something called Patreon. And Patreon is an app which you can donate to Sean and us, and you can receive photos that we're never going to send you. Or you can click on another tab that says merchandise, or maybe it says store. It's been a while since I've been on there. I think there. it says store. It says store. And what's in the store, Sean? Uh, you can get a bunch of different T-shirts Ooh, for I like $19.99. T-shirts. A $19.99 T-shirt. $19.99 That's a t-shirt. good price. Most people I know price. charge $26.99. Yeah. You knocked but we've off. we decided not to make money. Oh, is that what it is? So what? You get two... two Yeah, if that. If that. Our goal, we're playing the long game here. You're darn right. We want exposure. Yes. Rather than making a quick buck off of you, rather than trying to make $3 off of you, uh, we just want you to have that t shirt. We want to remove as many barriers. We want this to be equitable. We want people to have access. And as soon as we jack those prices up, we're reducing access. access. And what we want for people is access. access. And once they have that, Access. <laughs> then we get that brand recognition. And when we have that brand recognition, Mission. when people understand Stand. what the Hardy and Sons is, is, then when we go to clubs, you know what we get? Access. <laughs> and thus, our game is complete. I like that. That was a good bit. A few minutes later, Mr. Hardy was driving along the Bayport waterfront. Is the surprise here, Dad? Joe asked excitedly. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so they drive into the boathouse. They drive to this uh, boathouse at the end of uh, the dock area, and uh, Mr. Hardy unfastens a padlock. Uh-oh. Frank and Joe hold their breaths. As Mr. <gasps> Hardy swung back the door, and for a moment they stared inside, speechless with delight. 
Finally, Joe burst out, exactly what we had hoped for, Dad, and put an arm <laughs> affectionately around his father. How affectionately? Lower back rubbing, I'm guessing. Yeah, small of the back. What a beauty, Frank exclaimed and wrung Mr. Hardy's hand. That's a weird thing. <laughs> like that, When you congratulate someone, you wring their hand like, wow, what a beauty. Good for you. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Not when you get a <laughs> gift like, oh, wow, good job. And this shows, again, that Frank was clearly adopted. Yeah. Joe over there is affectionately hugging Dad, hand on lower back, keep getting lower, 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 slipping into crack. Frank is over here just <laughs> throwing out handshakes. I think it says a lot about why they adopted Frank when we the more we learn yeah. about Joe. Yeah, Frank is respectable. Yeah, they the lo- thing Frank is, is the favorite. Yeah, he's he's almost like a samurai mentality. He's got respect, he bows to his dad, you know, he shakes his hand. Yeah. Firm, you know it's a firm grip. Oh my god. It's he, not gonna be he, a soft grip. He wrung his hand. You wrung fact. it, yeah. It's completely dry now. <laughs> and it rained earlier. <laughs> my god. His hand tore. was soaked. Taurus. <laughs> In fact. Uh so what are they talking about? Well, rocking between the piles lay a sleek, completely equipped motorboat. Now, equipped got me. And deluxe I was like, package. Deluxe package. For I'm sure. I'm thinking, what's this thing equipped with? So it got armor. It's guns. got Gatling guns. Yeah. It's got a sandwich lot. It's got like a vending machine. A it's just like toaster. toys. All chicken sandwiches. You just choose which one you want. It's bulletproof. All this lemonade. Fresh cows for milk, cookies, cookies, <laughs> lemonade for the cookies, lemonade with ice cubes made out of lemonade, made lemonade? with pieces of lemon in the Ooh, ice cubes. I want those. Um, so lemon ice. I want to. I want to take take a step back and explain what happened. Lemon here. iceman. Franklin has had a passion yes. for telescopes, microscopes, <laughs> binoculars, things of that nature, and Sheila left him. Yes. Sheila left oh, Sheila's definitely left and him at we've, this point. And we've been through this. Yeah, Sheila left a while ago. Yeah, Sheila's long gone. Franklin was dealing with denial. Yeah. This is the, I mean, it's, it's not just a river in Egypt, grief. dude. Stages yeah. of grief. Denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. Yeah. He's finally made it to acceptance here. <laughs> bargaining was the microscope thing of like, well, maybe it, telescopes would just off a little bit. Maybe she'll come back to me. With a microscope. With the microscope. That was the problem. <laughs> she uh, doesn't like looking up. She likes looking down. Down at me and my hobbies. Because it hides her disgusting <laughs> dog of a sister. Dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what's happening now is I feel like he realized how lonely he is. Yes. And he's like, I need, I need A, hobbies, friends, and I'm going to get that through hobbies, yeah. and I need a new partner in life, and... I'm, that this telescope ain't gonna get it done. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He's not doing it. He's just not doing it. So he gets into boats. He watched too much Miami Vice. He he gets big into boats. Yeah, and <laughs> and the same like, excuse me, almost pornographic description of telescopes that we got yes. in the last book. We're we're, <laughs> we're just you know tiptoeing around that with the boating lingo that we're about to experience, but. He has clearly read a few brochures. He's, oh, yeah. He's been shopping yeah. uh, for a boat. He may have already purchased it at the point of writing this, uh, but he's definitely <sighs> knee-deep in the lingo. Yeah. Uh, and personally, I'm excited. I am, too. Franklin definitely at home has one of those a little book about everything. Do you know what next weekend is? 
Uh, it's Martin Luther. No, that's Monday. It's Martin Luther King Day. Yeah, that's this coming weekend. Yeah, next weekend. Although no. it's, it's out of chronology with the podcast. When this airs, oh, it's it'd be fair passed. to say, do you know what this weekend was? What was this weekend? It was the St. Louis Boat Show, baby. And How do you, you know that? betcha I was there, because I saw the billboard. Oh, you were there. Have you not been to a boat show? I don't know what a boat show is. It's a show of boats. Show of boats? Do I get to ride in them, or do I just look you can, at them? You can, you can get in them. They don't move around. Do I drive them? water, no. They're but, just on land? Yeah. Land boats? They're inside the, uh, the America Center, the Dome. I don't know what that they is. They just fill them with boats, where the Rams used to play. They fill I don't know what that is. Yeah, you do. The <laughs> no. Edward Jones Dome. The Rams. The St. Louis Rams football team. The LA Rams, yeah. Yeah, they used to play here in St. Louis. Really? And the the football stadium that they used to play in no longer has football in it. It has boats. But they put boats in it for one weekend a year, and that's the St. Louis Boat Show. So it's just sitting there for that one weekend, and then it just shuts down again? Yeah, the boats go someplace else. Huh. You should come to the boat show with me. When's the boat show? Boat show's not, uh <laughs> <laughs> It was last weekend. It was last weekend. I can't published. go to the boat show. I've already missed it. I think when this when this uh, episode posts, we just had a great time at the we boat show. We had a fantastic time at the boat and show. I can't believe I got into over. so many boats. I'm a boatsman now. I never thought I would be one. Ooh, I and gotta, we can speak the language. What's, what are the boat shirts called? They're like uh, boat necks. You know the boat neck shirts? The, I think it's a scoop neck. Is it a boat sleeve? Oh, a scoop. Well, I don't know. Dude, I'm not a boatsman. I just remember not I saw yet. one at H&M. I said, I like that shirt. What is that? And they you said, know what? It's a boat something. I'm going to show you a photo of my son during the break. And yesterday, he looked like a boatsman. I like boatsman, dude. He looked like a French boatsman. It was ridiculous. Oh, with the mustache and everything? Uh, I should have drawn that on in hindsight. I'll yeah. probably add it in post. It's fine. Yeah, just think about it. But my son looked like a boatsman. I like that. It's a good son. Let's get into this, this craft. craft. <laughs> you tried so hard to be with me. Though. I know. I'll get there. I'm sorry. It's all right. Uh, so it nudged gently against clean white fenders as the waves from the bay worked their way under the boathouse door. Yeah, this dude is. Uh, this dude is painting. Oh painting. yeah, it's lovely. I'm seeing it. it. I'm seeing it. Poetic. Oh, just crashing, baby. Just crashing. The boy's mother exclaimed with delight, and even Aunt Gertrude was duly impressed by the handsome craft. Mm. And then here we get. Joe says. This is the same model we saw at the boat show, Joe said admiringly. I never thought we'd own one. And I underlined this way, like, wait. So you were looking at boats. Like, this isn't... Yeah, it's not a surprise. You clearly let this dad is, know this what is you the one. Yeah, this is the model you saw at the boat show. Yeah. And then the next line, Frank says, she even has the name we picked out, the <laughs> sleuth. So you... You had a boat model, and you picked the name out, and yeah. you're still surprised that, that it's this exactly happened. what you asked for. Okay. Also, I gotta say, the sleuth. First of all, that's my new license plate for my car. Sleuth. Nice. It's gonna be sweet. Nice. I'm the sleuthy excited. Saturn. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. A sleuthman. I need to get a personalized plate for my truck. Well, you can't get sleuth because it's taken. I know. Yeah. I want it to be Napoli. Ooh, the sleuth and the Napoli, dude. Yeah. We're gonna look awesome pulling next to each other and shoots. <laughs> uh, shiny brass letters were fitted on the bow of the boat with the bow. port of registry bayport bow, underneath bow. them. Mr. Hardy Shh. and his wife beamed as their sons walked up and down, praising every detail of the graceful new craft. It could seat six people comfortably. Mm. The polished fore and aft decks carried gleaming anchor fittings, and the rubbing drakes were painted white. <laughs> the sleuth seemed to be waiting to be taken for a run, 
says the narrator. <laughs> and that's when I wrote in the margin, well, Franklin's into boats now. Yeah, yeah. he's a boatsman. Okay. That is ridiculous. May we try her out now, Dad? Joe asked. Of, of course. course. She's fueled up. And Gertrude shook her head. The sleuth's an attractive boat, all right, but don't you two start doing any crazy stunts in it, she cautioned her nephews, and be back for supper. No, cut out the supper line, and don't you do any crazy stunts in it. Hard cut to those boys just tearing up waves. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, Pierce Brosnan... Uh, die Another Day. Die Another Day is the boat race yeah. in there? That's yeah. good. That's good. <laughs> when, the, when the adults had left, Frank and Joe climbed aboard and soon, the sleuth, and soon had the sleuth gliding into the bay. Wait, it's seat six, and their parents just bought them a boat and they left? Yeah. Like, what was the point of, of Aunt Gertrude and Miss Hardy coming along if they weren't going to go for I, a boat ride? That's a great question. Now, that's a great question. as a man with a long history of attending boat shows yeah. and whose father has a boat, I love a good boat ride. It can be the highlight of the day. A good sunset boat ride, it's fantastic. Boat rides are wonderful. You put a dog on the boat. Oh, yeah, chilling. yeah, yeah. yeah maybe Some beers. I was going to say, you know what I like more than beer on a boat? Pizza. A nice cocktail. Okay, yeah, yeah. Class yeah. it up a little bit. Class a little easier like drinking, that. not so fizzy. Yeah, You're not hitting yeah. the waves and having you know your, your beer foam up or anything Ugh, like that. You don't want the foam. And you then the you smoothness. can also just have a glass of grenadine with ice in it, and no one thinks anything different. Yeah, Roy Rogers. Yeah. Or a... Uh, How did I know that? Shirley Temple is the other one. Oh, everything with That's grenadine? like the kitty cocktail. It's just like Sprite and grenadine. Kitty cocktail, I like yeah, that. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Sounds sweet, yeah. And they're boats. delicious. Not a boatsman. Um, I but yeah, I, I was just struck by like this whole reveal, this build-up, this like, hey, let's go, and then the boys leave their parents behind in a boat seat <laughs> they six. Just, yeah, and the kind of like, well, we haven't gotten to this part yet, but dad, you know dad be thrown down on that boat pretty hard. Oh, yeah. Um. But did we actually get to that, where they talk about the well, whole boat situation of how they got it? We'll get to that in a second. That's, yeah, that's, that's right. still on the next page. But I thought in here, uh, uh, let's see, uh, this is the same model as the one we saw at the boat show. I never thought we'd own one. But since we never gave Chet a cut of any of our reward money, I guess we can afford it. I wrote that same line. <laughs> Dude, that is so funny. Yeah. It's yeah. terrible. It's terrible that they bought this boat. Uh, mine says, I'm glad we didn't split the reward money we earned with Chet. <laughs> yeah, because we got this sweet boat now. Yeah. Hey, I, Chet, this is half your I son. hope that if Chet goes for a ride, they're like, oh, man, you're going to love it. We would appreciate if you gave us like three bucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, gas ain't free, buddy. You got to earn your keep. Jet. Boat gas is more expensive, and you'll learn that maybe one day if you could ever afford a boat, but you just <laughs> blew all your money on that low-end microscope chomp. Chomp, chomp. I can see them putting Chet's microscope under their microscope just to point out how cheaply made it is. <laughs> wow, this thing's a real piece of junk, Chet. <laughs> you can see the plastic, Chet. The lens is scratched. <laughs> Frank was just sanding it. <laughs> Look at that. It's all cloudy, weird. <laughs> What's going on with this? <laughs> He's just drilling through it, too. It's got a hole in it, Chet. <laughs> Nacho cheese on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that a delicious salty ring? <laughs> that does sound good. A delicious salty ring? Yeah. Yeah. I think about delicious salty rings all the time. An Auntie Anne's delicious salty ring. Specifically. As, as a child, I would always do... <laughs> 
as a child, I would always do the cinnamon ones. Yeah. Because I thought the word cinnamon was fun to say. It was hard for me to say. I'm not going to lie. I would say cinnamon. And they'd say, what kind of pretzel? I'm like, a cinnamon. Let me get a cinnamon and pretzel. You know what I want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now I can go up and be like, let me get that cinnamon, son. You know what let I want? Get that, that twinkle let in your that. eye. A little proud of yourself. Let me I'll get take that delicious salty cinnamon, cinnamon. ring. <laughs> cinnamon. Cinnamon. Um, but as a child, I would get that. But as an adult, I realized how good they're just delicious, normal, salty rings are. Yeah. They're I mean, so uh, buttery. They're buttery. Oh, Butter's delicious, dude, man. Butter's really good. That's a chef's favorite food. I learned that from watching the John Favreau. I'm sorry. Jean Favreau uh, chef show. Chef? Chef. 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 He's got the... Uh, <laughs> he's the, in a movie called Chef, right? He's in a movie called Chef. And uh, <laughs> he just started a new TV show on Netflix. Is that Chef Goldblum? Uh, chef Goldblum's not in that. Okay. Uh, I think what is that? Is that Chef Lemire? Hmm? As a writer, no, okay. it's okay. Sorry about it that. It didn't work. It's okay. Yeah. It's not a big deal. I'm not too Let's worried about on. it. It's the only Jeff I could. Think hey, weren't of. we reading a book? Yeah, Chef Foxworthy. <laughs> chef, chef Foxworthy. <laughs> you might be a chef if nailed it. You might be a chef. Nice. That's good. If butter's your favorite food, <laughs> you might be a chef. <laughs> You are really good at that voice. You got that little. You hit that high pitch. Just right. I'm, I'm a hymen. <laughs> so the boys take the boat out into the bay and they take turns driving it. Luckily, they had learned how to drive from driving their friend Tony Prito's boat, the Napoli, which had similar controls. Yep, test it wrote, out. Don't all boats have pretty similar <laughs> controls? Like just a go forward, backwards. You got your <laughs> yeah. stern, your port, forward, back, and a wheel. Your <laughs> yeah. Turn. That's really it. Ah, uh, what you got, David? What's uh, happening, man? Nothing. They're just taking turns. Uh, the brothers both ran the boat up and down the bay. Terrific! Joe shouted, and then my notice. I like imagining that. Of like them just driving up and down the bay. You just hear it from shore, like it's <laughs> the purr of the motor and the wind, and then you yeah. just hear. Terrific! This is awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get into some more sweet uh, boat talk. I don't know if I'm skipping anything here because the, the next thing is just. And I'm glad we stuck to our agreement with Dad and saved up to help buy this, in which we both had the chat line. Yeah, but again, so not only is it not a surprise we picked out this model. Yeah, they've been saving up for it for years. You've also helped. Buy it. Yeah. This is your money. This is yeah. not a surprise. No. I knew that Franklin was going to ruin the surprise. This is such... Oh, man. I, I would hate to get a birthday present from Franklin W. Dick. <laughs> yeah. Because it's going to be... Now, you've been be... paying me for it, but the surprise is I actually bought it and didn't use it to... You know. Franklin, you broke into my house and gave me a dinner plate from my <laughs> own cabinet. Yeah. Happy birthday. Franklin, you broke into our neighbor's house... You stole the Turbo Man doll from under their tree. You kicked Balthazar's head clean off at a bunch of Christmas carolers. You got my reindeer drunk, and then you tried pawning off the Turbo Man to your son. <laughs> Franklin? <laughs> now, I want to know, did did you just write that, or is that from something? That's from, that's from something. Is that from, hang on. I'm not going to tell you. Is that from Jingle All the Way? It is from Jingle All the Way. Yes. Very nice. Yes. Teach Every Amanda year. jingle, and he'll jingle, jingle for all a day. the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Give no, Amanda jingle, it'll jingle, jingle for a day. <laughs> Teach Amanda jingle, and he'll jingle all the way. Uh, 
So yeah, for Bow some time, the boys had been putting money toward a boat of their own into a special bank account. Mr. Hardy had promised that when the account reached a certain sum, he would make up the necessary balance. So, mm. not a surprise. No. This is something that they Plan. at least partially bought themselves. Yeah. And Mr. Hardy just took away the ability for them to make a purchase. Yeah. He bought it for I'm them. I'm curious what that cut was, too. How much they actually had to put in. What he was like, okay, boys, you just have to raise this amount. Yeah, it's like a $20,000 boat. Like, you just need to raise $19,500, <laughs> and I'll make up I'll that I'll cover difference. the rest, boys. I swear I'll do it. Borrow it from Chet. <laughs> you know he's good for it. He's good for it. He's got all those counterfeit 20s. And his dad must be doing so well. He's taking off work to go fishing. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Lulu Lunker. Um, yeah, we just get more boat porn here. I'm going to leave that behind. Uh, almost yeah. literally. <laughs> I knew you were going to skip that. <laughs> I knew you were going to skip it. If you want to have some real blue comedy, go read page 66 <laughs> of The Secret of the Old Mill uh, and find out what made Dave and I laugh so hard because we're not going to talk about it on the podcast. Uh, wait until Tony and Chet see this. Uh, they said, pulling back toward the boathouse. Speaking of Tony... There he is, Frank said. That was weird. He's like a genie. Yeah. Just going to say his name. Say my name. Say my name. It's Tony Preto. (laughs) Is that how that song goes? I think so. And something, something Preto ain't calling me a Tony. That's good. Something, something Shane. You can download the single on iTunes now. Yeah. Stream it on Spotify. It's hot. It's a hot track. Uh, So... They talk uh, about their boats and you know say they're going to have to uh, to have a race one day, um, but th- there was also this little like as they're showing off the motor, they lifted the battens from the sleuths cowling and admired the powerful motor underneath. Yeah, just say you showed them the motor. Yeah, say you admired the motor. We don't need to hear about the about battings the and the cowling. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. That just confuses me. Um. And so now we're going to get into a story. Tony came down here for a reason, but before we get into that, I think it's time. You want to drop some anchors? Let's drop some anchors. And with that, the boys took a break. So I had a realization Mm -hmm. that, as, as I've been cooking breakfasts quite a bit, yeah, there is a subtle... Subtle difference at all between a fried egg sandwich, which is sort of healthy, right? Yeah. Think just a quick private an egg sandwich. Yeah, that's, that's decently healthy. And French toast. You better with the fried with the eggs, the egg sandwich. They are the same ingredients. Is the French toast? Yeah. Isn't the French well? French toast, you're just beating up some eggs, soaking your bread in it, and then putting that it's still a piece of bread and eggs. But are you adding syrup? Well, once you add the, once you cover it with syrup, it becomes something else. But I'm saying like a piece of French toast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A piece is of- a, is chemically the same. Yeah. In in I think every way. I would agree with that as a, as an egg sandwich. Yeah, hundred percent. But is if what? you're putting the you know maple syrup on it, it's a different story. Well, I don't use maple syrup. I use your synthetic. I, I'm a I'm a Mrs. Buttersworth kind of guy. Oh, I love Mrs. Butterworth. I'm trying to play with that maple game. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like the maple syrup is overrated. I feel yeah. like it's too thin in most cases. Yeah. And let me tell you, 
I've had some good maple syrup. I know you have, dude. And I always just feel like, give me that Mrs. Buttersworth, that Aunt Jemima. Oh, yeah. It's got a good thickness give to it, Give me that. Dad. Is it Lumberjack? Is that one? Lumberjack? Hungry, hungry Jack. Hungry, yeah, that's it. Hungry Jack. Yeah. Woo! That, that's that's good syrup to me. Yeah. And I, I've been... I didn't know you were such a syrupsman. I've, I've had syrup from Vermont. Okay. Yeah, made it's a good fresh place in Vermont. To have syrup. Yeah, I've had syrup in Banff, Canada, made locally. I've been Canadian maple trees. Dying to try this. That's the one. That, it actually comes in a maple leaf. Correct. They have containers that are shaped like a maple leaf. Yes, it's not yes. an actual maple leaf that's just like sticky. No, I. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure we're talking. About I didn't the think thing. they were actually just getting maple leaves. I've also had syrup made right here in St. Louis. Yeah. By the college school students, they tap maple trees. Get the really? sap. Yeah. And then uh, the, it takes them days, and they boil it down uh, and make syrup out of it. And I have a bottle of that. Is it good? It's maple syrup. I mean, it's it's good, but still for me, this is Butter's for it. Butter's is good, yeah. It's got that good sweetener in it. Yeah. It's, it's just good it. artificial. It's that high fructose corn syrup. Yeah, mm. that's what does it. That's everything, man. Yeah, the best part of syrup is corn. That's <laughs> what they say. That's what makes a good syrup is the corn. That's what everyone says. I agree with that. But yes, pizza's healthy, to answer your question, because it hits the five basic food groups. Yeah. From our earlier conversation. Bread, pepperoni, pizza, (laughs) sauce, (laughs) and cheese. The five food groups. Five food groups, dude. Food pyramid. Yeah. You know, the most important, fruits and vegetables, that's nothing. Don't worry about those, okay? Wherever you're way up to the top. You want to get to that bread, dude. It's all about carbs. I thought it's the bottom's the bread. You like build a base. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. I don't remember. It was from what? Third grade? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I mean, I don't know. I didn't study the food pyramid. You didn't study the food I pyramid? I studied real pyramids. <laughs> which is why I want you to get in investing with Herbalife with me. I am investing in Herbalife. <laughs> I've been, I, listen, I've, I'm heavily invested in Sprint. <laughs> I've got a Numis coin deal that's going to blow your mind. <laughs> Listen, I have my first stock ever, and it keeps telling me pretty soon you'll be able to trade this. And I think, I don't know what that means. What's your first stock? Sprint. Sprint? I texted you. I said, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. very upset that my very first stock I ever get is Sprint. But Sprint and T-Mobile are working on a deal where they're going to merge, and that Sprint stock could get folded in with T-Mobile, and they could potentially compete finally with AT&T and Verizon as one of, a, one of the big players with their combined power. And you may see that stock rise quickly pretty soon. So should I get more stock in the Sprint? It's low right now, but they could also be swallowed up. There's some talk about is the price enough. There's sort of a discrepancy between Sprint stock and T-Mobile stock. Uh, it might not be the best time to invest. I own, Full disclosure, I own a few shares of Sprint stock myself that okay. I bought myself. You you were given your share. Yeah, my one share, my free uh, share, yeah. my first share. You know what I got as huh. a free share uh, when you signed up? You got What'd you Sprint. get? I got GoPro. <gasps> Which Wait, is, did you randomly get GoPro, or did you get to pick it yourself? Randomly got GoPro. You, you, you don't Dude, get to pick. Dude, that's a sign. That's a sign Wait, did you God. pick Sprint? Well, I scratched it off. Yeah. like There's you, three different yeah, things, and I, I was dumb. Means. Here's the thing. They'll give you three ones, and one is slightly lighter than the other two, and you're like, this feels like, this is a sign, dude. Dude, God's telling me pick that one, because the light is shining on that one, and I want it. 
So I scratched that one off, and I saw a sprint. I said, I knew I should have gone to the one on the left, not the middle one, but the one on the left. How much time have you spent really trying to understand the Monty Hall problem? None. Oh. <laughs> oh, buddy. Explain. Uh, in a nutshell, I'm gonna. It's there was the show. Let's make a deal, hosted by Monty Hall. Okay, which is where this comes from. But the theory is this: there's a million dollars behind one of three doors, and behind the other two doors are goats. Yeah, I, I take the goat. So <laughs> that's how you beat it. Yeah, right there. I want the goat. Um, but you. So pick one of the doors. The left. Left door. Yeah. We'll call that A, A, B, and C. Yeah. Um, so you pick door A, and Monty Hall would say, now you've chosen door A. I'm going to open door, and he picks one of the other doors and shows a goat. And he says, would you like to change which door you picked? No, because I stick to my gut reaction. It is mathematically proven that you should change which door you pick. Really? Yep. Why? Principle of variable change. So the goat is shifting behind those doors, and he's moving the money. Nope, everything stays the same. But uh, it's there's so many good videos explaining it in different ways. Um, of the, this is called the Monty Hall problem, and it's like a math Monty thing. Hall. I'm going to why it dive makes sense into this. To do this. It's fascinating. The Monty to our listeners out there, if you Hall haven't done is. this. Yeah, uh, check out the Monty Hall problem. I'd love to have a conversation about it. Well, you're about to have one with me as I write it down real quick. Here I go. You take your time. I'm going to bring us back up to speed. I think we were reading a book. I'm going to do this voice text. S- the Monty Hall problem. It's good. Got it. So they're talking with Tony Preto. They were talking about boats, and now Tony becomes more serious. Okay. Say, fellas, are you with me? You see where I am? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Tell. Give, give me. Give me some Tony. Uh, say, fellas. <laughs> Where are we at? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I found it. <laughs> Safe. One time, one time we're, in, we're in band class yeah. in high school, and my buddy Scooter... Scoots! Scooter forgot his music. Yeah. And on days when you forget your music, the, the librarian of the band has to go and get a new copy of your music for you. It's a big pain in the butt. Mm-hmm. And Scooter always forgot his music. <laughs> and he had asked for it like the past four or five practices and like was on Mr. Miller's uh, like naughty list yeah. uh, and, and had really annoyed him. Um, so he just decided not to ask for it. He just wasn't going to have music that day. So we I got like this. You know, the oversized band folders. That you put all your music in, they yeah. get like a large folder. So he has one of those on his stand, <laughs> but it's it's empty. <laughs> it's empty, and th- we're, we're playing. And there, there comes a part where finally Mr. Miller, our, our conductor, is like, "Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. That, that those notes are wrong. Hang on. Uh, let's have just just the the bass, uh, j- just the brass." And so it's Scooter on euphonium, yeah. uh, and the tuba player and the <laughs> trombones, and they start playing. And he's like, "Okay, hang on. It's." It's just it's just the euphonium. Uh, he he didn't call him. He wasn't Scooter yet. He's like Joshua, yeah. play your first note. Joshua plays a note, and he's like, no no no, that's supposed to be a D. And so Joshua plays a D, <laughs> and he's like, all right, next note. And Josh plays another <laughs> note. He's like, no, that's supposed to be an E. And he's like, next note. And then he does this like four or five notes, and finally he's like, do you even have your music? 
Turn your stand around. <laughs> Josh slowly turns the stand around to reveal that he was just making stuff <laughs> up back there. <laughs> uh, what happened to him? Oh, he got yelled at. And he became Scooter. Mr. Miller called him a weenie. <laughs> which was one of our, our No one could yet. ever call me a weenie. I would not stand for that. Oh, he let a grown man call him a weenie? He got called a weenie. Oh, no. He, he joined an elite fraternity. <laughs> Of weenies that day, who had earned that that blast, the weenie blast. Man, I forgot. I forgot what got us there. That's awesome. That's good stuff. Though. Uh, uh, Safe oh, fellas, you, is you what got us there. Acted like you knew where we were. Yeah, no I did. I totally we did. Go uh, on. But I found it. Tony became serious. Safe fellas, something happened today in connection with my dad's <laughs> business that I wanted to tell you about. <laughs> Your mother said you were down here, he explained. What's up? Frank asked. Tony's father was a building contractor. <clears throat> oh, my, my <laughs> voice gave away on me. And also a construction supply yard where Tony worked during the summer. Today I went to the bank just before it closed to deposit the cash and the checks we took in this week, he said. The teller discovered that one of the bills was a counterfeit. A $20 bill, Frank guessed. Yes. How did you know? The Hardys related Chet's experience, and Tony's dark brows drew together. <laughs> what does that mean? I think it means he has dark colored eyebrows. No, they maybe. drew together like into a unibrow? Like his entire <laughs> oh, no. eyebrows I was, shifted? I was thinking like he scrunched up his brow, like brought them together. But yeah, as I'm looking at you making a series of faces... <laughs> They're not actually being drawn together. No, they're, they're just, just going up, up and down. down. Yeah, they're not coming Wait, together. Are, my, are mine meeting in the middle when I do this? <laughs> no, you got to push your face even harder, dude. <laughs> Nothing. I think it's easier to widen them than to bring them together. See, there, there oh, you go. What if you're always here, <laughs> and then when you go normal, they're sort of drawn together? Yeah, yours are just going straight up and down. I feel like mine Did, go out. Do mine go out? Yours, yeah, yours just go out. out. I, I just don't. I don't know how to work my brows really. Makes me angry. Well, two to three hours of practice a day, you'll be good. I always try and wiggle my ears, and the fact that I can't wiggle them drives me nuts. I don't know what it feels like to wiggle an ear. I just feel like I'm <laughs> <laughs> jutting my Look neck Look in around. the mirror and try to wiggle your ears, and you're telling your brain, like, wiggle those ears. You know you can do it. You can do anything. I taught myself to raise one eyebrow, and that took some time. Am like I that, doing that it? didn't just say, yeah, you're doing it. Obviously, you're doing it. You're doing a great job. <laughs> I make angry faces when I try and do any facial isolations. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like these facial isolations, you have to teach yourself. So you need to wiggle your ear and try to feel what muscles are moving, and then flex those muscles. You're doing it. Yeah, <laughs> did I do it? Yeah, they like, Dumbo, like Dumbo Dumbo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> David took off at that exact moment. Bye, Sheila. Never to be seen again. Never Bye for to- Sheila. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thank you. And Very you. good. That's going to be an under the radar joke. So, uh, so they start talking. The head teller said Tony, uh, Tony should make a report to the Bayport police and turn the bill over to the Secret Service, who again handles this for some reason. Uh, yeah, I don't get that. Um, and then, so it, it turns out that this bill was clearly from the same batch that uh, Chet, Chet was yeah. given. Um, so they're like, think back, Tony. Have you any idea who gave it to you or your father? Tony looked doubtful. Mm. Three days train. 
pretty hard to remember. <laughs> of course, we know most of the customers. I did ask Mike, our yardman, who works for sales. He mentioned one purchaser he didn't know. Frank, eager for any possible lead, carefully questioned Tony. The Hardys learned that three days before, just at closing time, a faded green panel truck had driven into the Prito Supply Yard. Mike remembers there were no markings on the truck, as if the name might have been painted out. Uh, who was in it? Joe prompted. A young boy. About 14. Again, yeah. like I just want to say, if we had a police lineup of boys from 12 to 16, who could be like, that's him right there. That one's the 14-year-old. What does a 14-year-old look like that everyone is so darn sure that he's 14? And not 14? even comparing that spectrum, but if you look at like one boy of any age, yeah, I, I couldn't look at someone and be like, you're about 14. <laughs> yeah. uh, have you seen uh, – I don't need to say this. Sorry. I don't need to say have you seen. Yeah. In Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> they, they keep saying like, I must have uh, – like when did that happen? Must have been between the hours of midnight, midnight and three a.m. Yeah, and they just keep saying like, "When was that? It was around midnight, between midnight and three a.m." And just again and again that phrase, and I feel like that's the same thing here. Of like, "What well, was a boy? Probably about fourteen, tall <laughs> yes. for his age." This is the original dude. Where's my car? That's amazing. Yeah, they ripped yeah. most of it off of this book. Dude, here. where's my counterfeit money? Dude, where's my new boat? Dude, that I bought. Nice, this sweet. You got a tattoo? What's it say? Picnic. What's yours say? <laughs> Chicken Kooky. Kooky. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> a young boy, about 14, was with the driver. Mike says they, brought about, uh, they bought about $50 worth of old bricks and lumber. The boy paid him in assorted bills. One was a 20. Our other cash customers had smaller bills. Uh, so they go on and like they didn't really notice what the driver looked like because he stayed in the truck the whole time. Yep. Um, and uh, the 14-year-old... Uh, Got out. He was he was tall and thin, and that's when Frank and Joe exchanged glances. Could be Ken Blake. Yeah, he was wearing that thin striped shirt as well. Was he wearing a striped shirt? He was, was. That established in the beginning. No, it wasn't. But yeah. I just thought the reason he looks thin is the stripes. Stripes, stripes are thinning. Everyone knows that. That's true. So you're looking for a fat man. Yeah, you're looking for smuff. You're looking for smuff. You're not right. Um. So they, they say, you know, he might have been helping. If it's Ken Blake, he might have been helping load a truck for Elkton. But why would Elkton want all the old lumber and stuff from the, uh, from the Prito supply yard? He's giving it to a hobo. Hobo Johnny. And then what's more? Why didn't the driver get out and help with the loading? Unless perhaps he wanted to stay as out of sight mm-hmm. as possible. Um. So they're saying, you know, they, they didn't notice the license number or anything like that. Uh, he did notice, Mike did say that there was a bike in the back. He had to move it out of the way. <laughs> Ken rides one, <laughs> Joe remarked. That was the first one where I was like, that's kind of a stretch. That, yeah, I'm like, Ken rides one. But then again, it's the 20s. And yeah. Everyone rides a bike. Yeah. That, everyone except it. Lem Billers. It's not like they were saying like, oh, is this bike that had two pedals and one was a little bit smaller than the other one looked a little newer the other one was older it was this blue strange bike it looked like a belgium bike you boys ever seen yeah. a belgium bike one of the pedals seemed less worn than the other <laughs> i noticed that as i was moving it out of the way it seemed like someone with freakishly large legs have just been pounding these things up and down the chain was all rattled <sighs> 
We digress. So they go home. They talk to their dad. Um, they they tell him about this whole thing, and they agree that the uh, purchase of lumber and bricks seems odd. Um, but until a more positive evidence could be obtained, it was probably best to not approach Elkton officials on That's that. a given. Um, so then they decide, hey, you know what? We're going to go sleuthing. Yeah. Which it seems like when they go sleuthing, <laughs> they don't have a plan. They like decide <laughs> later. It's like, yeah, what are you doing? Let's go sleuthing. Let's go sleuthing. <laughs> We're two wild and sleuthing guys. We grew up in similar neighborhoods. Yeah. Did you ever cruise Limburg? Uh, what do you mean, cruise Limburg? Okay, never mind. Yeah. That was a thing when I was in high school where you would drive Limburg Boulevard from Ronnie's down to like where the old country buffet and now you were part buffet. of that. Uh, I so when I was in eighth grade, anytime my mom would drop me off at Ronnie's, there were always cars just circling, just circling around. I was always curious what that was. Yep, cruising Limburg. I'm finally tell me what. So you would start at Ronnie's, go to, and you just drive down all uh, of Limburg. Yeah, all, all the way down to like 255, uh, and you turn around there by the. The Chuck E. Cheese, and I think it was like a Hooters or something like that. Yeah, like you turn around yeah. that parking lot, and then drive back to Ronnie's, and you turn around again, and you would just drive next to cars that had uh, like souped up cars and stuff. And like, yeah, drove in my buddy Kurt's truck, which Ooh. was souped up at yeah, had a good. Yeah, the underlights it. on it too, like the purple underlights or the a red. A lot of people did. Kurt yeah, didn't in that. his truck at the time. Come on, Kurt. Yeah, come on, Kurt. Um, <laughs> and like sometimes. You would drive next to girls Ooh, and like you'd laugh at each other at yeah, a stoplight, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you'd never see them or talk to them again. It's kind of romantic. It's very non-committal. Yeah, it was great for me. <laughs> but no, that, that was cruising Limburg. See, I was the other side of that. Of look at all these turds. Yeah, and, and I I too was in one of those cars. Like, look at all these turds. We're not turds, but all these <laughs> we're other the people, cool ones. Yeah, <laughs> we're guys. <laughs> but that's what it seems like they're doing. Like, hey. Let's go out sleuthing. Yeah. We don't have a plan or anything. Let's just go Let's sleuthing. Let's do some sleuthing, dude. We got a boat. We got packed lunches. Question uh, so, Ken Blake. So Joe took the wheel uh, of the boat, and uh, they took the motorcycles down to the boathouse, took the boat out, and they cut across the bay toward the mouth of the Willow River. Yeah. And if you recall the Willow River, it's the same river that runs just south of <laughs> the old mill. This is the river that they were on the bank of. How do you remember this? Because they said they're on the Willow River, and why would they have any other river mentioned in this book? This is the river that they found the cave next to that the arrow got shot at them across. Oh, that's right. Okay, so this is the river in which Tony Preto is all too familiar with standing in. Yeah. Okay. Um, So they throttle down. They find the cave. They get out. They carry their socks and shoes. uh, They leave the boat. Um and they go investigate the cave, but the tunnel is full of water, probably from the rain. Yeah. That, there's that quick uh, payoff from that 20-minute random storm. Yep. Turns yep. out it matters. Um, and uh, so they say, we'll have to come back when the ground dries out. But I want to caution them that if if the cave, if the tunnel was full of water, yeah, then it's probably not structurally sound. If that mud and sand has been so waterlogged that it's flooded... Probably don't want to crawl through there because it's just going to collapse and you're going to die. Yeah. We but learned that from Thailand. We'll figure that out later. 
So instead, they, they go through the woods, shielding the lenses of their flashlights so that the light beams would not be easily detected by anyone lurking in the vicinity. We saw these people with these glowing hands. <laughs> <laughs> but then it says, but with all that, the boys began a thorough search of the wooded section. And it could not have been that thorough if you're, you're blocking all your light with a half of a flashlight and a glowing hand. Yeah. It's not an effective way. Like, have you ever, like, lost your keys and, like, at night with your cell phone light tried to find something? Oh, it's something? terrible. It's yeah. the movie theater. It's impossible. Conundrum. You lose exactly. anything in a movie theater, you're screwed. It's over. Just yeah. let it go. It's yeah. gone. Come turn the house lights on. But this is how they're choosing to sleuth. Half they're lights. Choosing for a sleuthing. Choosing for a sleuthing. I like that. Thank you. That's good, dude. Another t-shirt. Yeah, that'd be it's a great a t-shirt, actually. It's a heavy week for merch. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. We're going to have a bunch of great stuff. You did it, Peter. <laughs> Gold stars. Uh, as they worked their way noiselessly uphill among the trees, the only sound was the eerie rattling the wind made in the leaves and branches, and the sound of them moving, making noise through the trees. And horse whispering. <laughs> whispering <laughs> horses. Um. Then, as they get up toward the mill, Joe joined his brother, and together they examined the leather object Frank had picked up. Do you know what it is, David? I don't know what it is. An archer's finger guard. (gasps) An archer's finger guard. What a specific thing to find. (laughs) I wonder... I wonder if this has something to do with the man who shot the arrow at them earlier. Couldn't be. No, that'd be a stretch. There's just archers' leather finger guards all over, all over the place. The place. The yeah, 20s. Yeah. They're disposable. They're like cigarettes. That's what I was thinking, too. It's like Muscle Beach with heroin needles. I mean, they're just everywhere. Exactly. You know, you're in Bayport. What are you going to find? Archers' fingers everywhere. Archer, Archer. This is insane, dude. Archers' leather finger guards. So many fingers. So they're like, hey, let's go up to the mill. Maybe the men up there have seen something suspicious, and we still have not pieced together the fact that the men up there are absolutely behind all of this. (laughs) People didn't choose to be creepy next to Elkton. Elkton is is at the root of this, boys. They'll get Um, there. But so the the lights aren't on, and then they keep noticing that the mill, the, the wheel of the mill in the water, keeps starting and stopping and they're like this is weird and so it stops and they're like it must be broken we should go tell them it's broken yeah clearly when you're trespassing the one thing you should do is let someone know hey i was trespassing i noticed your your milk wheels broken (laughs) just being a good uh, and they would say thank you so much continue trespassing did you want a cookie and a gold star and some lemonade it's five pinned (laughs) yeah that's how we find out the watermark Uh, given to them by ken blake who's printing off 20 dollar bills we are absolutely going to find that very soon i'm sure oh yeah um so the boys had just passed the north corner of the building when with a creaking groan the wheel started to turn again there must be something wrong with the mechanism, Frank deduced. The wheel hasn't been used for so many years that adapting to work the generator may have put strain on it. This is not what happened, nor how <laughs> generators nor mill wheels work. Thank you, boys. We better let the men know it's acting up, Joe said. So Frank and Joe, uh, so as they uh, reached the steps of the mill door, the wheel stopped turning again. Frank and Joe stood staring off to their left where the mass of the motionless wheel was outlined against the night sky. 
So they knock. Nothing. They knock again louder. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Must be sound sleepers. Joe decided. <laughs> so they're like, you know what? Oh, well. Uh, and so all of a sudden, they heard a loud crashing noise from the woods, which bordered Willow River. Oh. Something's in the river. Something's in the woods. Something's in the woods, but came from the river. Whatever. May have come from the leather finger guard. <laughs> we don't know. But do you want to finish this out here? Uh, Frank and Joe were about to resume their search for clues when they heard a loud crashing noise from the woods which bordered Willow River. The boys dashed ahead to investigate, entering the woods. They made their way stealthily forward, flashlights turned off. Running into each other, tripping ever... <laughs> Silently, they drew near the river. After a few minutes, they stopped and listened intently. The sound was not repeated. Must have been an animal, Joe whispered. Joe Horse whispered. <laughs> Must have been an animal, <laughs> Joe Horse whispered. Then just, uh, just then, they heard a rustling sound behind them and turned to look. The next instant... Each received a terrific blow on the back of the head. Both boys blacked out. So, two things here for me. One, heck yes. Yeah. Let's do it. Things are getting gritty. Yeah. In their past mysteries, Fenton was the one taking the Gets blows. kidnapped, yeah. Fenton's the one beating these going boys. Going on, on railroad chases with Red Jackley. He's the one being kidnapped and yeah. threatened by, by Snackley. He's getting his hat stolen. Yeah, getting beat up and bludgeoned. Yeah. And now the boys yeah. are getting their hands dirty. They're oh, learning yeah. this is detective experience that yeah. they're going to use. But what I'm confused by is they heard a rustling behind them, and they turned to look. <laughs> and the next instant, they were hit on the back of the head. Yeah. Which means that whoever hit them was directly in front of them right before they turned to look behind <laughs> themselves. <laughs> The problem is they have their hands covering the flashlights. Yeah, can't so see they anything. couldn't see, and that's not a door they're knocking on. That's this man's firm chest. <laughs> <laughs> He's as thick as an oak. He's as thick as an oak. Yeah, um, but yeah, stakes have been raised. Yes, I know. What a great cliffhanger for a chapter that was. It was all right. I was upset by the whole surprise. I was upset by a lot in this, but that ending. Yeah, oh, that tied it together. I, f- I feel like this is the point at which it becomes. A better book. Agreed. I feel like that happened in the last book right around chapter 20, about halfway through chapter 20. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad that it's happening a little <laughs> earlier in this book um, because uh, we've got to read the rest of it, and I would like yeah, it to be better. I would like it to be better, too. Um, oh, yeah. See, now we're just that high-pressure rhyme stage now. I know, I you're thinking you everything's going through your you head. You get this look on your face of excitement. I do! This is my surprise! Isn't it your turn? No, I just I know, did I'm it. just kidding. Uh, see, what you're doing is you're building suspense, and I, I like am. that. But and you'd think I'd be using this time to think of a rhyme, but I'm not. Because I'm, I'm You're not talking. on chapter nine. I can't think. What's that? Oh, no, but that's those are M's. And I gotta go to an end. You, you gotta go to end. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like I don't want to be confined um, when trying to do this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a Nickelodeon when all those kids used to get slimed. Yeah, but see, that's the M again. That is the M again. Yeah, yeah. Just like the M's. You know what? I. It's think, not a crime. I think <laughs> things will be fine when we get to chapter nine. <laughs> 
Dude, and that my I friend, was drawing a line. That was the worst one yet. 